the FT. Greece and the eurozone have struck an impressive political deal, or at least so it seems. But Greece's banks are still caught in the middle, with an uncertain outlook for their capital and liquidity, and also for their customers, of course. I'm Patrick Jenkins, the FT's financial editor, and I'm joined by Laura Noonan, our investment banking correspondent, to look at the outlook for Greece's banks from here. Fortunately, we have a small light at the end of the tunnel for the Greek banks, just as we have for Greece as a whole. The banks are still closed. So-called bank holiday has been in place for more than a week now. The latest is that I think they're going to be staying closed until Thursday. If everything gets ratified in terms of the broader deal, they could reopen on Thursday, though, Laura. Yeah, I think Thursday is the earliest possible time when we will see the Greek banks reopen, but we don't have absolute clarity on that yet. But certainly when you talk to Greek banks, they are a lot more optimistic now than they were towards the end of last week, because while they can't say definitively when they can open again, they do at least have hope. They aren't fearing exit of the Eurozone anymore. They aren't fearing collapse. So that is positive for them. And the putative deal that has been struck helps them in two ways, if I'm right. Firstly, they get a potential capital injection of up to 25 billion euros. And they also get potentially the taps turned back on in terms of liquidity from the European Central Bank. Yeah, well, that is certainly the hope. We should have a decision from the European Central Bank on Thursday about how much more liquidity or how much more funding they are willing to extend to the Greek banks. And that really is key here, because even though they did impose limits on the amount of cash Greece could take out of the banks, we have seen a very big withdrawal in the last couple of weeks. So banks need to have some way to get cash back in so that they can reopen. So they do really need the ECB to temporarily allow them access to more cash. So just to be clear on that, although the banks have been closed in terms of their branches, withdrawals have been feasible, obviously, through cash points and so on, but limited to 60 euros a day. They've had about 100 million a day, roughly, of of withdrawals over the past week or so. Yeah, that's roughly it. And they have, in terms of liquidity, they have about 89 billion of European Central Bank money at the moment, but that's been frozen for the past couple of weeks. We think if that gets reopened, do we have any idea of how much would be freed up? Potentially 10 to 15 billion extra, we think, could be freed up. But it does all depend on the European Central Bank being happy also that the Greek banks have some kind of collateral which will actually allow them to borrow. So you're only allowed to borrow from the ECB if you're able to give them collateral, which then means that if the bank can't pay it back, the ECB can take the assets. And it's not clear at this point that the Greek banks have enough collateral to actually get an extra 10 billion. So there's also talks about them getting some kind of support from the ESM, which would help them to actually access more funds. So we need two things to happen. First, the ECB to increase the ceiling and that is really critical but then second we may also need some kind of capital enhancement which would allow the banks to actually access that we may also need a liquidity enhancement to allow the banks to access that but the liquidity issue is really only one side of the problem for the banks they now have a very big capital hole they just don't know how big so the banks are also going to need to be recapitalized at some point in the future pretty soon which is going to be good for the banks but also very painful for the investors who would have subscribed because these banks would have raised cash in the last few years from investors who would have bought in ahead of the ECB stress test last year And those investors stand to lose out a significant portion of their ownership, if not all of their ownership, unless they are also willing to take part in recapitalisations. And so far, I haven't heard any of those investors say, yes, we do want to pump more money into the Greek banking sector at this juncture. Funnily enough. But that's where potentially the 25 billion comes in as a route to recapitalise. And just to be clear, one of the reasons they need to recapitalise is because what's happened to the potential value of the assets on their books as Greece's economy has turned down in recent weeks and months, non-performing loans are expected to have jumped yet again. 
Yeah, but it's very hard to be definitive about that at this stage because if they are able to get things stabilised in Greece, if they're able to have a programme which actually does something to actually stabilise the Greece economy and put it on a sounder footing going forward, the overall damage to the quality of the bank's assets won't be nearly as bad as if we had had Greece exiting the Eurozone as it, or if we hadn't been able to find a programme. So the lasting damage is going to take some time to assess. I mean, certainly it has been bad for the quality of Greek bank assets. But I think at this point it is too early to say how bad it has been and how deep that damage will actually be. So they will be assessing the Greek bank's balance sheets in the autumn, I think, which will be after all this has calmed down. So you might see a preliminary recap before that and then a more final thing once they're able to actually properly assess the impact of what has happened in the last few weeks. Well, certainly it looks a little brighter this week than it did seven days ago. So uh, I suspect we'll come back with another update next week when we have potentially a more definitive view of, of where this bailout will leave the Greek banks. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.